Hello and welcome to the final episode of Ride for the Band for 2023. I can't wait for you guys to hear this one. For this episode, I sat down with Marley to have a chat about her. We also talked quite a bit about video games, her music, and of course, what is on her fantasy rider. So let's end this year with a bang, shall we? May I introduce to you Marley. Hello, I'm Marley. I'm a singer-songwriter based in South London and I'm chatting to Katie today on Rider for the band. Hi, Marley. Hi, Katie. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm really excited to have you here. Um, when we just started talking before I started recording, I was being very naughty and started asking you questions before. I, I know, it's not just chatting away. I just got carried away. Um, but I was talking about most recently... And it's really topical at this time of year, the Spotify stream list that everyone goes on about. And mm. um, I I loved your post because so many people's was like, look, look at us. But yours was actually like, I mean, you were just celebrating how far you've come in the past year, which is remarkable, like in terms of stream numbers. And you said something along the lines of it's not like the millions that other people are posting, but... <laughs> The amount that it's grown in, in 12 months is, is pretty awesome, I think. Oh, thank you so Well, thanks for saying so. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I, I screenshotted, you know, my last year's Spotify rap results and, and last year I didn't stick any songs out. So it was obviously quite low. Uh, and then compared to this year, I stuck three new songs out. And yeah, as you said, there was definitely some growth there. And uh, I thought, you know, it's so easy to compare yourself to everybody else on social media. I think a lot of us are quite guilty of doing that, no matter what kind of field we're in. Um, but when you actually do look back on how far you've come yourself, then I think that's only that's only good things can come from that. You see actually how far you have come. And it, it makes me excited for what is to come. I think if I've achieved that this year, next year, who knows what I could achieve again. So it's that you just focus on yourself and think, yeah, that's right. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and you've already hit some massive milestones. Yeah. Like you've got like BBC Six Music under your belt. You've you, you know you've 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 hit some major things this year, um, which are yeah. You know, it's no, it's no short task really. It's, it's pretty massive. How's twenty twenty three been for you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, it was. It's been great. You know, it was. I was really thrilled with how these new songs had been received. Because um, I, I haven't put anything out, in, well, any music out actually since 2020. That was, and that was the first year I put music out at all. Anyway, and the songs from three years ago, they were all um, kind of still quite demo-y, just songs I'd made, you know, in my bedroom, and then you know brought them over to my dad, who's a musician, and he sort of like pimped them up. He played because he plays bass and and drums, so he was sort of beefing them up for me, and uh, sort of showing me like little mixing bits how to sort of make it a bit better. Um, and then with these new new tracks, I was working with um, another producer last year. I sort of made these again, like these skeletal dem- demos, brought them to him. And it was great. And I was sort of just taking notes and sort of learning a bit about production. So this year for me as well, I've been making a lot more uh, beats as well, just for fun, just to sort of practice logic and sort of trying to get a bit better in that sense. Because, you know, if you've got the software, you can just do it yourself. And on YouTube, you can just look and there's so many tutorials on how to actually produce your own stuff nowadays. So I'm just thinking, you know, just try and absorb, like, be just be a sponge, absorb as much as you can, 
and uh, just go from there. So in that sense, this year, it's been amazing. I've really been feeling a lot more creatively inspired and definitely I've uh, been getting a boost from these new songs anyway that came out, which is great. So I'm yeah. feeling pretty happy. Yeah, pretty happy. That was a very long winded answer. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. And I, I yeah. mean, I, I, I think I, I don't want to take away from you at all, but y- your dad's Mark King. So he put the mm-hmm. slap in the in the in eighties music. <laughs> so he I, did, yeah. <laughs> you can hear the sort of like um an energy of you're not afraid to like really play the guitar. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, you know, he when I I've been playing guitar now for for over ten years myself, and it was when I was fifteen. He gave me an acoustic guitar for my birthday. And uh, I remember he said, he said, you want me to show you how to, to play it? And I said, no, actually, Dad. I said, take a step back. I said, I want to teach myself how to do this. Because one day people are going to be like, oh, it's all from your dad. And you get it all. And I was like, no, actually, I can say I taught myself. And he completely understood. He was like, I totally get it. He said, but if there's one piece of advice I can give you when it comes to playing, he said, it's all about the rhythm. He said, doesn't matter like what your left hand's doing. You know, This is me speaking as a right-handed person. Doesn't matter what your left hand's doing with all the chords up there. Because if you flub up a chord... You just keep the rhythm going. You just keep chugging through. And of course, with his playing style, that totally makes sense. And I really took that on board. And that's that's sort of how my style is today. Very aggressive guitar playing. Yeah, well, it's cool because I guess it's like, it's very aggressive guitar playing, but kind of met with sort of laid, I think your beats are pretty laid back. So it's a really nice juxtaposition in your songs, especially Thank cynical. Because cynical is quite oh, like... Yeah. The lyrics are really confronting, but it's but if mm. you just listen to it and took away the words, it's quite it's kind of quite chill. It's a it's a great song. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, cynical as well because it's that started with like a little. It's it I start with the beat on that song as well. It's the same thing, and then just playing those little sort of house chord esque little chords, you know, on top that da 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 da, and then just those sort of beefy bits. I was just like, yeah, like the guitar. It was just like a few chords. And then towards the end, there's that little sort of solo bit. And again, that's that rhythmic, just playing on that low E string. And that's it. Yeah, so it's a good groove that sort of just keeps it chugging along, doesn't it, I think? So that's that was the vibe for that, for sure. Yeah, it really does. And and Cynical, the, um, the music video is anime, essentially. And it's like, so for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's it's anime, but then also some like lyrics and then some where it's you playing but your face is anime um but mm. and it was it was generated by ai right is that is that how you did it mhm that's right yeah so um it's actually it was um this the site called kyber ai it was again a friend of mine who manages um a really great band called the family rain and they just use this software in their song as well and i know you know the family rain of course and they're, I do. they're a fantastic <laughs> band so it's yes so I, I know. So I thought as well. Well, I'm going to look into that. So I had already a load of drawings, and I make all the artwork for my my songs anyway, and I love to draw. So I had just a few couple of drawings, and I thought, well, I'll just sort of upload them to AI because it sort of asks, you know, you have to type in prompts. Of course, it's 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 own software, it's artificial intelligence. It needs to sort of draw from the, whatever references you're going to give it. So same thing. So I was sort of putting in like, yeah, like Naruto, and like all these kind of like in the style of Naruto, all the kind of anime that I. Grew up, all the things that I sort of loved watching as a teenager 
and it was great. So I sort of put together this narrative, like, right, this blonde woman walking down the street for the beginning of the video and she's coming home and then she's on her bed and she's like crying and she's like looking at her phone and it's all like she's going for a doom scroll. And then you just sort of like just take it from there and start splicing together all that footage alongside, yeah, me playing guitar in my bedroom. And it was cool to upload like actual, it was like, I've got a few clips of um, some old YouTube videos in there of my own that I uploaded and um, same thing, how it sort of completely transforms you into this, this, yeah, this sort of kind of cartoony character. It was really cool. And uh, again, it was a, it was a unique experience. I sort of have never messed around with that before. And of course I think AI is, there's a, there's a lot we, we, we can learn from it. There's a lot that there's a few things that need to be ironed out, but for this sense, as a, as a musician, when you don't really have much of a budget, it's a great way to sort of start, Again, making your own visuals, you know, as we're all sort of content creators nowadays, you sort of have to be. So to actually make some stuff that stands out, I think it was a really great software to use, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting because I think there's such a lean on AI being evil. It's such a topical thing at the minute. Everybody's talking about AI and mm. how it's going to steal everybody's jobs. So it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's nice to hear a bit in a positive way, in a way that it can be used, utilised for good and not evil. Absolutely. I just saw, you know, as well, um, you know, Grimes. I love Grimes as a musician. I think she's great. And um, she's just sort of launched her own Grimes AI where producers and people can actually take her voice. And I don't know if you've seen this. It's crazy. So she's like, just got this software. So you can like type in lyrics, I think, and you can get her to sing and you can put into like put it into your own song. And then it's like, does the royalty split? There's like this whole sort of thing. So it's a crazy thing. So, you know, I'm sort of very interested to sort of see how she sort of gets on with that as her own thing. I think she's a really interesting artist to watch when it comes to that. So, I mean, obviously she's very tech orientated anyway, and that's very much her aesthetic. So um, it's going to be really cool the next couple of years to see where that's going to go for sure. Definitely. And I think she's she's very clever with the royalty split because I think that's what people are afraid of, right? Yeah, and... definitely. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> and you, so you had Other Side Out in November. That's your latest single, I believe. How's that gone that's down? That's right. Oh, you know, it was actually you know, better than I expected because um, I, I didn't sort of submit this to any blogs. I really didn't, you know, I was not expecting a thing. So I uploaded it to BBC Introducing, uh, like everyone in the UK does, because, of course, you'd be silly not to. Um, but um, Fern Buckley, who's been um, covering BBC Introducing Solent, she's been so wonderful. She played um, Cynical. And then just out of the blue, I just got obviously an email from Introducing saying, hey, we're going to be playing Other Side, you know, on uh, the radio tomorrow as well. And uh, she really, yeah, it was so great. It was um, a real surprise. And yeah, I think it's um, it's a fun song. <laughs> it's a fun song about the other side. <laughs> Whatever that may be. <laughs> you decide. <laughs> you decide. Yeah, it was, uh, again, that was just, I started with a beat on that one and then just kind of went ham on the lyrics. Because I was just, I was thinking when I was writing at the time, I thought, God, I wish... I kind of wish uh, I wasn't a musician and I wish I could just go. I just want to be able to go to an office job and just be content in that sort of life as well. Because I think if I went into that now, I'd just be like, 
very restless and just not feeling it, you know? So that was kind of where I was coming from with that song lyrically. And then the actual, the whole sort of video game aesthetic that I've got for the cover and all that is just because the actual music itself reminded me of listening to the title screen of, of like, you know, when you'd load up an old school video game and of course the, ti- the, the title screen pops up and you'd just be sitting there grooving. And I remember as a kid doing that to like Crash Bandicoot and like you know Sonic and all these kind of like games. I said I'd be like, oh my god, there's some amazing like soundtrack stuff here, and that just always just uh, inspires me. It's so Crash Bandicoot to me. I'm glad you said that because and and as well like yeah. I have Crash Bandicoot on my Switch. Like I'm 26. I'm yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Is that have you got? Is that the one that's like the three games in one? Like the classic, uh, the original, and then yeah yeah it's like the pack i because i when i first got my ps4 in lockdown i sort of bought like a second hand one because obviously covid times i bought that for the ps4 and oh my god i got stuck again on that horrible level in like the first game you know the is it the like the the town what's it called the the path in the sky and like you're trying to cross the bridge and i just just the amount of times i'm falling off and i just literally nearly felt like throwing my controller across the room like the rage quit i had with that game and to this day, I still haven't picked it up because it just made me so angry. I was like, I can't do this. But still, memories. It's funny because I feel like some people use video games to like wind down, but Crash Bandicoot just like ignites an anger in me. That <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. I think the, the developers, like anyone who sort of played Crash Bandicoot now, it's like us us now at our age, so like probably struggling with anxiety. I think the people who like played played Crash Bandicoot probably got a more heightened response to anything anxiety inducing for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Um Yeah, I'm... totally. But it's funny you say that as well because I, I love um I've just been playing a lot of Resident Evil recently because that was that was like one of my favourite game series ever. And same thing because you get obviously getting chased by a load of zombies and I used to I play those games to like chill out and relax. And actually, now you say it, it is very weird to be sat like, oh, it's like these are like my comfort games being chased by zombies down an alley. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with us. <laughs> it is weird. There's so there's so much of it. And I'm yeah. like, why is that relaxing? It's not. <laughs> I know. I know. It's really weird. But hey, there we go. And I just love Leon Kennedy. So there we go. <laughs> Pretty cool. And I think mm-hmm. it would be That's it would right. be remiss of me not to mention your aesthetic because it goes so much with your music I think it's such a to me I mean you must be inspired by divine right oh my gosh yes oh my gosh divine yeah absolutely in fact even speaking of let me just I'm just because I'm sat at my desk and I've got loads of things around me that inspire me so for a start that's divine's eyes I'm just holding up sorry listeners I've got an eyeshadow palette that um, was done by Kat Von D a few years ago. That was inspired by Divine. And I've just sort of like cut off the top and I've just got it here for inspiration because Divine's eyes are just are iconic. Absolutely. Yeah, for those who don't know, Divine's Mm -hmm. like, uh, well, a drag queen, but an absolute legend. So it was in like John Waters films. So John Waters did like Hairspray Mm -hmm. famously, but then other great Mm -hmm. films with Divine in. Um, And obviously- Oh, Pink Flamingos. What a great film! <laughs> so oh, I know what a great film. So it's yeah, kind of like so so good because you just you describe yourself as a, as a real life cartoon character. So mm. I guess your cartoon character is like massively inspired by Divine, 
are there any any other cartoon characters that you pull from? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's just what I've sort of grown up with always is just yeah, animation. It's always been my favorite thing. Um, actually, when I was a kid, I used to love drawing so much. I really wanted to be uh, like a, a graphic novelist. Like I really wanted to like I used to love making my own comic books and just writing stories. Um, so at the time, I was loving obviously the Powerpuff Girls and like Totally Spies. These were all like series I grew up with. And I just loved how, again, how feminine, how girly, of course, the whole aesthetic was, all these like bright colors. Um, and then for the for the drag makeup that I actually do now, um, I sort of, I do these sort of big black eyebrows, these very high arched brows, um, which to a lot of people is very ugly. And a lot of people call me like a clown and all that, but they fail to realize that, yeah, it's all very cartoon inspired and specifically like Disney villain, Disney villainess wise, because I my favorite Disney character ever is Maleficent, you know, from the original Sleeping Beauty. Oh my god, she's just such a badass. She's incredible. And then of course Ursula from The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. who, as I'm sure you know as well, was inspired by Divine. So it's like that all kind of like goes a bit full circle. Um, so that's definitely that's where my aesthetic kind of comes from. Yeah, it's fun. I feel like a lot of um, musicians, and, and rightly so, take themselves really, really seriously. Um, yeah, for sure. But, like, sometimes I think it's to their own detriment. Like, you've got to have a laugh sometimes, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, you're adding balance to it. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, thank you. With that, I mean, I th- that you're so right. I think if you take yourself way too seriously, you're actually kind of setting yourself up for failure a bit. Um because again, it's a very, especially if if you're a musician and it's such a small industry, um, I think it's you're not going to be very well liked if you don't have a bit of a sense of humour and you can't take the piss out of yourself every so often. And especially what we do with like now that we have to do content creation and we have to like get up and be like, yeah, hey guys, my new single's out today. It's all, it is all quite cringe. And yeah, you have to be able to laugh at yourself because yeah, it is cringe, but embrace it. And I think as well, yeah, as you say, the cartoon aesthetic as well. I love it. You know, when I do sort of perform, you know, I haven't performed actually live this year. Um, but when I have performed in the drag maker before, it makes me feel a lot more confident and that I feel like I can just sort of be a bit silly in front of people. And again, because it's all part of that costume, that persona, it doesn't it doesn't worry me or affect me at all. You just because you just get out there and you do it and people want to be entertained and you know, if I see someone who can, if I'm if I'm watching someone who can sort of take a joke and take the piss out of themselves, I automatically feel relaxed and like, hey, this is this is fun, you know. So that's that's it. I I agree with what you say. I think that's the thing, isn't it? And a, and a lot of people got it from um, COVID specifically. Is like don't mm. don't take life too seriously and do what you want to do and just go for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I feel it. like you're, you're doing that I, I, it's 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 inspiring it's that exciting oh, thank you but that's you know as it's like as I said before we started recording this you know we were just chatting about you know what we want to do and I said yourself as a journalist being a music journalist that's it life's too short so we might as well just you know try and dive in and just pursue what we want to do and just make the things as creatives make what we want to make you know fuck what anyone else says we just do our thing. We just do us. Yeah, absolutely. Because being anything else is yeah. too much hard work. <laughs> yeah, and also, do you know, I'm also sick of seeing. I'm sick of seeing a lot of um, sort of up and coming, you know, artists, uh, 
who also just try to copy exactly, you know, what has been, you know, the, the famous, you know, that the amount of, of like of girls, you know, or like young women. And this, I don't mean any disrespect, but the amount of girls I've seen who do the Billie Eilish voice, they try to sort of copy like that style of production that I'm thinking, no, don't. It's been done. You know, be yourself. Just do your thing. That's ultimately, you know, I think that is what is going to do better in the long run as well. If you just keep putting out consistently good stuff that is yourself, then you know, one day when people start, you know, sort of seeing, you know, you start making waves, people can look back on everything you've made and like, oh, wow, like, yeah, that they always have been, you know, doing their own thing from from day one, you know, rather than, oh, they've been trying to copy exactly like what is big just for the sake of, you know, what is big. Because, of course, it's it's trends as well. Trends come and go. And, uh, you know, be a, try and be a trendsetter rather than a trend follower. God, that was that was very profound of me. <laughs> but it's right though, because I don't people... know where I was going with that. But no, I liked it. The people that like <laughs> have done really well are the people that have booked the trend, and they're the people that people try and imitate, right? Yeah. Like Amy Winehouse. There you go. Like Billie Eilish did Billie it first. Eilish. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And I said, Billie's amazing, and she's got her own style. She's got her own sound, and she's awesome. So like, and she's doing that very well. No one else needs to come in and try and do that exact thing. You know, take the bits that you love from from Billy, and then you know, try and blend that with other things that you like, and try, and then you you know, that's how you create something new ultimately. So there you go. That's that's my that's my two cents. <laughs> and with that in mind, I guess what's um what's what's next for you? What are you working on at the minute, or what can we look forward to in twenty twenty four? Oh yeah, so I'm I'm excited actually. Yeah, I've got some some new songs to come, uh, which is very exciting. And um, particularly one of them, I do want to make an actual proper music video for. So I'm sort of in talks right now. Just to, I want to. There's a costume I really want to rent for it. I don't want to give too much away, but there's <laughs> I've got it in mind, and like when I film it and all that. So that's exciting. So that's going to be obviously January February time. Um, and then just going out and actually playing live again, just gigging for sure, which is going to be amazing. I was supposed to do a gig this week, actually. It's um, December now. Unfortunately, it got cancelled a few weeks ago. So I was like really like dying to scratch that itch of just going out and playing live again. So next year, hopefully, I'm going to grab a couple of support slots here and there, do whatever I can and, and just, yeah, play. And as we say, just, it's, it's what we love to do. So I'm just going to keep on going and keep releasing, keep writing. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. So the next two songs I've actually got that are going to come out, I'm really excited. One's very, very poppy. Like the, I think this is the most poppiest song I've ever made. And then another one is like more Baroque pop, the sort of alternative. Mm-hmm. I'm saying Baroque pop is a clue and I'm not saying, I'm not saying anything else, but there's uh, definitely something to watch there. <laughs> That's so, exciting. So they've got a different kind of sound. Yeah uh yeah for sure that's actually this sort of the, the body of work so i'm very pro this sort of this, these sort of songs i describe i've, the, I've got five songs so there's four uh, sorry three i've put out this year and then i've got these other two i've also written around the same time period so i'm kind of excited to like get them out now and the songs that i've been writing now i've been really influenced by artists like caroline polachek and this sort of stuff and like christine mcqueen's and again, it's sort of, yeah, it is definitely this alternative route again, but still quite guitar driven. So I'm sort of excited to finish it off and see where that's going to go as well. And just, just roll with it, you know. So all good stuff. It is all good stuff. 
so <laughs> I think we've made it to my, yeah. to my favorite question um which is oh lovely last question and I'm very excited to see what you have to say because I feel like it's going to be good yeah <laughs> so if you could have absolutely <laughs> anything and you don't have to worry about someone calling you a diva or somebody saying mm-hmm. that you're asking for too much or it's too much mm. you can have anything you want on your rider mm. what would be on it Right. Okay. This is it. So I've thought about this because, of course, riders is very well known with artists and everything. And I do love like the diva riders. Like when you get like Grace Jones, who has like, you know, uh, that legendary rider of like, she's got like champagne and Chanel number five and oysters and like all this very fancy stuff. And I love that. Um, And I think as well, I definitely would have to take champagne from from a nod from Grace Jones. Definitely get some champagne on the rider. Um, I'm a tequila girl as well, so I think I have to get like a really nice bottle of tequila. Um, if no expense spared, go for like a really nice, yeah, like a Don Julio 42 would be great or something. Mm. Again, nothing, nothing too fancy, just <laughs> yeah, something subtle. Um, but like, <laughs> this is me like that's uh, me like par- partying. But like realistically, I would also just love like a flight of like, just different herb teas because I drink like even now I'm obviously just drinking a, a herb tea. I pretty much live off the stuff. I love it. So that would be like me before I play. I'd just be drinking. Obviously, this I'm saving the booze for the after, for the after show, you know, the after party. Um, but yeah, lots of herb teas. And I think as well, yeah, just like just pizzas in general. That's it. It's getting a bit boring now. The more I go down the list, um, just pizza for afterwards because I never eat before I sing. So that too. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Oh, lip balm as well. Just I go through so much lip balm. So <laughs> ending enough. with a nice boring note. It's something like that. Yeah. Oh, and uh, oh, sorry, green M and M's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> only the green ones. Green M and M's. Yeah. Yeah. Only the green ones. Just to match um, to match whatever fleece I have on that day. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. I think that's probably that's that everything I need. <laughs> What's your lip balm preference? What would be your favourite? Oh, I, well, I do. Lo- I do love a flavoured one. I do like a, a bit of a, you know, like a sort of Carmex kind of cherry, uh, sort of strawberry vibe. Um, but yeah, recently I've just been like sticking with the plain ones. Just sort of like a, it's got like a sort of mentholy burn on it. It's nice. Really makes me feel like it's actually doing something, you know, rather than just sort of, like, sort of just lubricating the lips. So it's good. <laughs> that sounded a bit dodge. No, <laughs> can't get it. <laughs> The mentally burn is such a weird thing, isn't it? Because it's like you're halfway between mm. thinking, am I having a deathly allergic reaction or is this going to make me look so mm. <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, totally. Do you know, I had like a near, well, not near death, bit over the top, but like same sort of allergic reaction scare. I sort of get my hair done properly now, like someone actually dyes it for me. And um, always, I've always bleached my hair myself, been fine. Obviously did the full like virgin bleach before the pink came in. And um, the last time, it was only a few weeks ago, I just had my roots done. And, like, my face really started, like, turning blotchy pink. My hands started to get really itchy, and I was really freaking out. But then I was like, I've got five minutes till she's going to rinse it out, so it's fine. Um, but, yeah, it was a little bit, like, terrifying. And I was like, Christ. So next time I go, in, I'm just going to pop a Benadryl and hope for the best. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't, again, also, please do not take health advice from me. I'm not a healthcare professional and I'm also probably wrong here. But I like having bleached pink hair, so that's it. I'll die on this hill. I probably will. <laughs> please do a patch test before you dye your hair. 
Yeah, yeah, please do a patch test before dying there. That's it. I did, though. That's what I'm so confused about. Why did it suddenly kick off so badly last... Anyway, this is uh, that's a question <laughs> for my stylist, perhaps, and not for Ryder for the band. <laughs> <laughs> so, I guess, yeah. I guess we're all done. I'll let you go and ring your stylist and uh, figure out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Cool. Thank you so Fantastic. much. Fantastic. Well, this has been so lovely. I've Thank enjoyed you it. so I'm much. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rider for the Band. Marley was an absolute delight and I hope you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed recording it. She's wonderful. And so is her music, so go check it out. The link to her Spotify page is in the description below, along with a link to her Instagram. As I mentioned, her aesthetic is just amazing. So go and have a look. She's really, really cool. Again, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being with Rider for the Band in 2023. And I cannot wait to continue to deliver more for you guys in 2024. I'm going to take it up a notch in 2024. I hope you're prepared. I really hope you are. You're not going to know what's hit you. It's um, it's going to be great. And like I say, starting to do this has literally been the best thing that I've ever done. I love it. And I'm so glad that you guys are here listening. So stick around for more from Rider for the Band in 2024.